Now, we're going to talk about an Investopedia article that I picked up that says five mistakes that can make house flipping a flop. But before we get into that, I got to tell you that in my years of doing real estate flipping, I've lost money on deals. As a matter of fact, very recently, I lost just about six figures on a property. I know, $100,000 loss on a property we did right here in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Now, why am I not more upset about that? I oh, mean, y'all should have seen him earlier, man. I didn't. He was no, I, was, I was crying a little bit. I'm good. Don't, don't be spreading my business, man. I'm, hey, man, good. I'm sorry. You just, it was, it was, I've never I'm seen you be like right. that before. My counselor says I'm going to be fine. Check, check. One, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. Your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum, recording live from our downtown studios with my executive producer and all-around badass, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's going on, baby? What is up, Donnie? What is up, Deal Hunters, Foreclosure Family? We are back at it. Super excited for another day of getting you out of, you know, informative podcast. Indeed. Um, it's, you know, we're towards the beginning of the week when we're recording this. So the weekend was pretty, uh, it was pretty active. I would say got Fruitful. out, and, uh, you know, did some music, met some musicians, you know, talking about putting stuff together for a band, you know, kind of making some progress on that. Um, and you know, now I want to, uh, get back into the week and get into the heart of this real estate stuff. Amen, brother. I'm, I'm so excited to get going on that. And I got to say, I just signed up a new, uh, coaching clients. Shout out to Selena. Welcome aboard to the coaching program. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know, we don't announce all of our, our, our coaching clients because it's kind of taboo. It's like agents posting, hey, I sold another house. Right? It's like, that's kind of silly. So I don't do that often. But just a shout out because this is a great story. And I, and I will tell you, like most of my potential coaching clients, the biggest fear is losing money and doing flipping, right? So we, we, pump, we create this persona, if you will, that everybody gets rich flipping houses, right? And, and people who don't do it are either, you know, somehow not smart enough, something to that degree, when the reality is if you've got some concerns about losing money and flipping, you're not alone. Do you realize that most people, we're talking the majority of people who flip their first property lose money on that? Man, that's a that's kind of disconcerting for somebody who's looking to get into it, right? Wouldn't you think? It is a little frightening, and on a, a podcast that talks about coaching, it's one of those. Why are you telling me that? Like, why, <laughs> why would you say that? Are you are you trying to get me to sign up for coaching? Right. Listen, I'm encouraging you to sign up for coaching because one of the key errors in flipping a house is not having the proper mentorship or training or backing in front of you to do it. Now, we're going to talk about an Investopedia article that I picked up that says five mistakes that can make house flipping a flop. But before we get into that, I got to tell you that in my years of doing real estate flipping, I've lost money on deals. As a matter of fact, very recently, I lost just about six figures on a property. I know, $100,000 loss on a property we did right here in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Now, why am I not more upset about that. 
I mean, y'all should have seen him earlier, man. I had to. He was no, throwing I was, stuff. I was crying a little bit. I'm good. Don't, don't be fronting my business, man. I'm, hey, man, good. I'm sorry. You just, it, was, it was. I've never I'm seen you be like that right. before. My, my counselor says I'm going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. It was a rough thing. Like We had this house for nearly a year. Uh, the property was located on Laird. It was in the Broadmoor area, Colorado Springs, Colorado. We purchased the property from one of our wholesalers. Um, and, you know, this is not a knock against wholesalers. The reality is the wholesaler did their job. The numbers made sense. We bought the property for about $740,000. Ended up selling it uh, recently. Well, we just we sold the property for $750,000. Well, that doesn't sound like a loss. It is, though, because we had done some remodeling to it, though a minor remodel, and we had nearly a year worth of interest at a very high interest rate. So, in the end, it worked out to be a six-figure loss. And the thing about it is, because we closed so many properties in a month, we had one of our best months ever here at uh, here at the company, we were able to absorb a lot of that loss and move some of that loss over to a different property. So, when you're flipping one property at a time, a seven-figure loss, any, any loss at all, actually, could take you out of the game, right? You're in the flipping game to make money, not lose money. So how do you deal with it when you're going to lose money on a deal? Well, the best basic advice I can give you is get it over with quickly. Like It's like a band-aid. If I had made some choices earlier on in the sale of this property, I could have reduced the loss. But the reality is, once I had bought this property, a townhome, a 4,000-square-foot townhome, in a gated community, it appealed to a very niche buyer because it's a 4,000-square-foot townhome. Your general townhome buyer is an efficiency home buyer. Okay. right? They're buying a smaller property. Should have saw that coming. Next up was the gated community aspect of it. Some people are really into that, but generally, people are buying a very expensive property kind of want to buy a house. Yeah, makes right? sense. They don't want the HOA fees to slash with townhomes. So there's not a ton of million-dollar townhome buyers, which was the target after repaired value. We shortened that to ARV on the property. So when I bought it at 740 and hoped to sell it, I think the target ARV was 980. I was feeling pretty good. You know, this is gonna need some work, as always, but I was feeling pretty good about the spread. Even if I spend 60, 70, 80 grand on the remodel. I should definitely have enough margin in this to very be a very profitable deal. So what went wrong? Well, this is a million-dollar townhome flip, and my general bread-and-butter product is an entry-level home here in the Colorado Springs market. Entry-level for us right now, the median price of a home in the market is $500,000. So generally speaking, I'm retailing. That means after repaired value is somewhere in the early to mid $400,000 range. That's our target. My contractors, God bless them, we have a lot of great, powerful GCs on the team, are generally used to building a product in that four dollars to $500,000 range. But this was a million-dollar townhome in the Broadmoor. Okay, so I had to be very careful in the contractor I put at wanted to put in there. I had to fund the remodel at a higher level and shooting straight with you. We simply did not have the operational capabilities to get this done. So it kept getting backburned. We kept pushing it off. Okay, we'll find somebody at this point, try to bring in a partner on it. That deal took a couple months before it fizzled out, etc. Basically everything that could have gone wrong went wrong, and the net result is I took a massive loss in the property. Okay. The good news is when you sign up for coaching, I'm never going to let you buy a property that has any sort of perceived risk in it like this. 
Okay, the reason why people lose money on flipping deals because on the surface you're not going to set out to lose money. You're going to buy a property that the numbers make sense. I believe just by virtue of listening to this show, you are intelligent enough to do the buy price numbers, the basic rehab numbers, and your cost to get to an outcome of profit. Flipping in and of itself is not rocket science, right? And if you look at how house flipping works, the article we're talking about, you are purchasing one property at a time. You're trying to fix it up. How do you lose money in that deal? Well, a lot of stuff can go wrong, right? The cost of ownership, the interest rate. In my case, not having a contractor shooting straight that I trusted to put into this high level of a house and generally just procrastinating for a very prolonged period of time till I was kind of back against the wall. The balloon is coming due with my investor on the property and I just had to get it sold. Okay? And I sit here as a guy who could take a loss like that and go, I, I see the advantage now of having done that, so now you, as a client, don't have to go through that. Isn't that wonderful, guys? You, you, you've got somebody who's lost a six-figure you know, six thing, so he can guard you from that. You don't, you know, that's, that's a pretty good thing to you know, uh, hang your hat on when you're trying to get started in the game. Absolutely. And so if you're trying to get started, you need to know that your coach, your mentor, whoever's consulting has gone through all of it. If you're talking to somebody who's an investment expert in any space, real estate or otherwise, I would, the first thing I would ask him is, tell me about your losses. Where did it go wrong? And if they can't give you an honest, well, I've just never, I've just never lost money. I'm just that good. Don't invest with that person. Don't invest with that person. Because I'm telling you, anybody who hasn't taken the hard knocks is going to make these, is basically trying their theories on you. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. That's what I was just about to say. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. You don't want somebody testing the stuff out or, you know, like you said, never, uh, what's the saying? A calm C never made a skilled seller. Ooh, I like um, that. So it's like, you know, Donnie's been through the, he's been through some storms and you know, we just, he just kind of passed through one. So, well, I, a major storm and we were hurting, obviously when you got to write a check like that, you're, we pulled from reserves. We had a lot of, I mean, it was, it was an emotional thing to have to do it, but I got to tell you immediately afterwards, I felt right as rain. Like, it was just like, thank God that's over. It's behind us. It's going to create a whole other financial position that we're going to be in for a little bit to pull out of it. But when you're doing as much volume as we're doing with my team, and I appreciate you saying that, you know, I've been through it. The reality is my team has now been through it. We know what went wrong. And as a result, whether you're a coaching client, an investor, somebody who's providing private capital to the organization, you know that we're a tried and true organization that's been through it all. And through the knowledge set of multiple people, mm-hmm. we can prevent that kind of thing from happening. But this Investopedia article gave us five reasons you might lose money on flipping. Five mistakes that can make house flipping a flop. So we're going to go over not only these theoretical five things, but also how they applied to this very deal. I think all five, to some degree, are, are I, I kind of was guilty of in this deal. The first one is the most obvious, I think. Not enough money. Hmm. Right When you're getting into flipping, if you're basically undercapitalized, the first thing I work out with my coaching students is, can you do this? Okay, Do you have the financial means to, A, put a down payment? Now, what's the down payment? Well, I'm a very experienced investor, so private and hard money lenders generally will give me money at 10% down, 90% loan to cost. Okay, If you're 
if you're kind of new, you will find people at 85 to 90 pretty consistently, and I have some lenders that will lend 95 to 100% of the acquisition cost, but that's based on my experience. You getting started, your acquisition cost, you got to figure, is about 10% down on average, okay? So, if you're buying a $400,000 house, you need to have $40,000 liquid to do this thing. A lot of people getting to flipping completely underfunded. Right in this case, did I make the mistake? In this case, no. We had the down payment money because I had private capital to get into the deal. Getting into the deal was not the problem. Getting out of it was right. We did not have the capital readily available to do the remodel, so I had to keep reallocating funds to other locations to get the money I needed to get this flip done. If I had left that, if I had funded both the acquisition. And the rehab with the deal, as many lenders will do now, they'll build in your rehab costs into the property so you can get a what's called a draw, where you're pulling from the property to get your rehab costs. I did not structure that this loan that way. I did not have enough money to get this thing done. So I made that mistake. Right? That was one of the mistakes I made was simply not having enough capital to get that property done. Number two, not enough time. Well, in this case, we took nearly a year, so it seems like I had plenty of time. Right. Where I didn't have time was to be able to focus on this particular property, right? In my world, I'm generally balancing, at the moment, we have seven flips going, like three or four under contract, about four or five in acquisition right now, because we just sold a gang of them, right? Mm-hmm. So, we're, we're, I'm being pulled in multiple directions, and yes, if you're setting up a full-fledged flipping team, my long-term coaching plan is to get people who want to build a flipping organization at the pace that we're on right now. We're going to do 60 flips this year. We did 47 the year before and 40 the year prior. Now, we have none of those high-end flipping business clients right now because we haven't documented a lot of our processes that need to be worked out. So, by the time I'm ready to take on somebody who wants to build a 50-unit or even a 20-unit flipping system, then we're going to have that stuff prepared. Right now, the coaching product is focused on just doing one at a time for the people who are signing up for coaching. Okay? Right. Although we're doing multiple, I'm not teaching how to do multiple yet Okay, because we haven't mastered that. So, do you have enough time to get this thing done? Right, And time is twofold. Do you have enough time on the loan? A lot of these hard money loans balloon out in six months. Can you get a remodel done in six months or less? In our case, we can get a remodel done in 45 days, 30 to 45 days pretty consistently, but I have construction teams already. I've got stuff set up except for this one. So I didn't have enough time to focus my own personal attention on it and find a GC crew that would trust in a million-dollar flip. I simply did not put the time into it early on, and that led to the series of errors that led to where we are right now. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. It's important to have good credit when you're buying a foreclosure. A lot of people think you can come in with bad credit, but the fact of the matter is you need pretty stable credit scores to buy a foreclosure deal. So how do you find out how to increase your credit? Well, there's tons of credit repair agencies out there and multiple formulas, but one thing we found that works is reporting your monthly rental payments to the credit bureau. We partnered with RentReporters.com, the leading provider of adding your payment history direct from your landlord onto your credit bureau scores and it helping people to boost their scores up to 40 points in as little as 30 days. So to get started, I want you to head on out to www.ForeclosureDealsCoach.com. Now that's a messenger bot and you're going to use the keyword rent to get more information about Rent Reporters and how you can boost your credit score by getting 
getting your rental reported to the credit bureaus. Once again, Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. Check it out. Okay, this, these things happen. You've got to be able to go in and diagnose what went wrong and be prepared to not do it again. Do you have the time to do it? Number three, not enough skills. Man, you ain't got the skills to play this game. Hmm. Well, here's the thing. In the skills here is what they're talking about is they're referring to the carpentry, the, uh, the construction side of it. Okay, a lot of flippers. I think the leading reason people lose money on flipping is they go in with, well, I once painted my garage, so I'm pretty sure I'm qualified to flip an entire property. Right. Right. No, you're not, bro. You're probably not. Okay. Carpentry is tough. Like kudos to the carpenters out there starting at Jesus and working your way down. (laughs) Right. Because that's a tough gig. It really is. Understanding how wood operates and cutting it. Now, it seems like, you know, measure twice, cut once. I love that theory, but I'm just not a handy dude. Okay. If you're a handy dude or dudette, that's great. But understand that unless you have built a house from the ground up, and even then, you probably lack the skill set to do this. So what we do is we hire professional trades to get it done. Now, a lot of my clients successfully do the work themselves. So I'm not, if that describes you, don't say, hey, Donnie, I can handle this, man. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, I have the skill set. If you honestly have the skill set, which we will determine during our initial coaching call, then you should. To be honest with you, you can make a lot more money if you can do the work yourself. No argument there at all okay but it's not scalable and the majority of people do not have the skill set at all to do this much less to do it at scale okay then the other side of that is even if you have the skills we go back to number two which do you have the time right if you're on a 10 to 12 percent interest rate loan which is generally where most hard and private money is going to wander at okay somewhere as low as the eights but as high as 12 to 14 percent is not unheard of you are burning so much money in interest that unless you have the skills and the time that's why you see people end up losing money in there right you may know how to do it but if you got a full-time day job flipping a house is not a weekend activity it <laughs> right. can be done but we're talking a lot of weekends. Yeah, you're going to be extending that out for longer than your loan is uh, <laughs> going to be uh, requiring you to get that done in. So Absolutely. And you're going to be rushed because if you're working on the weekend, are you telling me you have no life, no kids, no desire to enjoy the weather? Listen, man, I enjoy my weekend time. I don't get to not work all weekend. I don't cut out on Friday and I'm good till Monday. I generally have some stuff I got to check in, but we're talking about doing heavy construction on a property, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to lose any free time that you've got. And if you've got a spouse or kids or activities, or any desire to live outside of your day job, the idea of working 40 to 50 hours a week at work, and then going to work on your flip, I don't care how much you love real estate, because you were watching Than Merrill's <laughs> A&E's flip this house, ain't nobody wants to do that all the time. Right. Right? That's reality. You have to give yourself some time off. You're a human being. Okay? So even if you know how to do it, it doesn't mean you should be doing it, which leads us into not enough knowledge. Number four, reason why people lose money on flips. In this case, I knew enough about the market. I've been playing this game for almost 20 years. I knew about the basics of flipping, but what I didn't know is how difficult it is to move a million-dollar townhome in a gated community because I've never done that before. Right? All the math lined up, it should have worked out. But if you don't have enough knowledge to play this game, that's a huge one. Okay? How do you obtain that knowledge? Well, two ways life experience 
which can get very expensive if you're losing money on flips. Yeah. Right? At 100000 a pop, I'm not sure you want to do the life experience route, right? Even if you got the money, and most people don't have hundred k they can lose, right? Or purchase the knowledge. And that's where the coaching comes in. You should get somebody. And, and no, when I'm saying coaching, obviously, you're listening to the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast, and obviously I want you to consider me as your professional business coach to help you through your first flip, but you really need to obtain the knowledge somewhere. I don't care if that's YouTube. YouTube University is super powerful, or you've got another coach or mentor. There's some great wholesaling, flipping coaches out there in the world, but you should get somebody where you obtain the knowledge other than good old-fashioned doing it, right? Because you can snap up a house in foreclosure and that house bankrupts you. It happens all of the time. Now, I don't want this to scare you off into not doing it. The question is, is who is mentoring and coaching you through it so you will not lose money? Are you prepared? To, if, are you serious enough about this? I want to be a real estate investor, flipper, wholesaler, whatever, to Invest in your education so you can obtain the knowledge to make certain you can do this right the first time. Because a lot of people, especially ones who lose 100K, aren't going to get a second time. Right? You got one shot to get this right. I would highly recommend you do so with professional guidance. Okay, if that describes you, I would love to chat with you. Set up a time with Mr. Winston. Let's get on a call. I'm going to tell you how the coaching product works, and you're going to determine if it's the right fit for you and if you and I can work together on getting your first flip done. But I'm telling you, of all of these, the knowledge is probably the leading one. Okay, the not enough money is huge because people run into money a lot. But I got to tell you, lack of knowledge is the leading reason for loss in any investment. You simply did not fully understand the scope of the investment. In this case, I'm an experienced investor, 20 years in the game, multiple hundreds of houses. There are still factors of this deal I didn't know about when I went into it, right? So I stand here a veteran, and I still managed to lose money. You're a rookie in most cases. Most of the people listening to the show are just trying to get into flipping for the first time, right? So there's a lot of stuff you don't know yet, Right? Get the knowledge that you need. Study on YouTube. Read the books. But most importantly, get some mentorship and guidance. That's the leading way, I think, to keep you out of hot water as it relates to the flipping market. And finally, not enough patience. Man, I love this. Hmm. That's me. Is that you? Um, uh, you want it tomorrow? Yes. Today, actually. Right. Doesn't work that way, does it? No, not at all. This is a long-term game. You got to play long ball here, okay? And the patience factor is a lot of it is obtaining the the uh, the knowledge you need to really move forward, okay? Finding the right deal is super critical, and waiting for the right properties. What the article goes into that's super important. But I got to tell you, when you first sign up for coaching, about the first thirty days is really just about going to our sales meeting, going to our operations meeting, either in person or digitally. We can Facebook, you know, we can Zoom you in. However, we got to get you into the, the meeting because you got some stuff you got to learn out of the gate. Right, novices are rushing out to buy the first house. It seems to make sense because they're so eager to do a deal. And I remember when I was a rookie, and I wanted nothing more than to get a deal done. And I always bought some really bad deals. You know what stopped me? Good old Mike Jake. Mike Jake, my coach. Right? He came here. He goes, "You don't want to do that. That's going to screw you up. You're going to if you're motivated to do this by design. You're impatient." 
and that's okay. Like if you were patient, you'd be content to work for the man for 30, 40 years making a menial living. You are above that. You are at a different level. That is clear by the fact that you're listening to this show. It's clear by the fact that you are interested in becoming part of the foreclosure deals coach family in whatever capacity, but with the stuff you don't know can absolutely take you out. Be patient, young Padwan, for the force is within you, and it is strong. And may the fourth be with you. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> we're almost there. I mean, that, that was, it was too soon? Yeah, we're, I don't know. It's not the fourth yet, bro. Okay, cool. All right. I just I wanted to get that out also. I needed that, right? <laughs> and before we like wrap it up today, um, I just think that like with this episode and everybody that's out there listening and, you know, even like this is something that I'm going through uh, personally, like, you know, no matter your best effort, no matter, you know, how much you read, you know, no matter how many things you've done, like, as you can see, Donnie's been at it for forever and he came up against something that he didn't even under, you know, he didn't know every little detail about in that moment. And it right. led to um, what some people would consider, a, you know, well, it is a big failure. What some people would consider a, uh, you know, big obstacle. But the thing is, it's nice to be around people who have an understanding of how to um, address those losses and That's address right. those failures because, you know, it's easy to have a 600,000 or, you know, uh, not 600,000, a six figure loss and then get down on your stuff and start second guessing your decision making and, you know, you know, become a shell of yourself as far as what you need to be to be successful. And then that's when everything else spirals out and everything else messes up and it all falls down. But to have somebody in to be able to learn from somebody that's like, Hey, you know, uh, we made a mistake. Um, um, accepting what my role and how this worked out. I'm accepting that, you know, there were some things that I couldn't see yep. and who's clear enough to be able to do that without, you know, going crazy. And, you know, we joked about throwing stuff and, you know, being mad about it earlier. But, you know, if you can see them now, it's, you, you, you can tell that something like this had just happened and just finished up. So. <laughs> It's a benefit. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie to you. It was a rough weekend. Like after, it's, it's still kind of just simmering. Like I'm still kind of dealing with the loss. But the, the the thing about it is, is I'm I'm better for it. I'm a better coach for it. And I need you guys to know. You know, obviously, I can take a hundred k loss. I don't need the money, right? When we talk about coaching, I tell all my students, this is not what really bothers me. The professional coaches who need to live on their coaching. Obviously, you've been playing the coaching game long enough that that's how all of it ends up. That becomes your source of income. But I can generally tell a coach who just coaches for a living versus someone who has a passion for teaching, right? right? And I got a passion for teaching because I don't need the money. The flipping business that we run is generally profitable with the exception of this one deal that we did. We're making good money. So I do this because I love it, right? I love talking people through their first deal. I love seeing the light up in their eyes when they get their first flipping check. This is something I'm passionate about, something that I love. You want that as a coach, whether it's me or somebody else. Make sure that there's a passion there for teaching and helping you out. There's got to be an investment, okay? Anybody offering free coaching generally going to get what you pay for. Okay. And a lot of the YouTube university stuff is very good. And a lot of the YouTube university stuff is not very good and can steer you in the wrong direction. How do you discern the good from the bad? Well, you need, I think, one-on-one mentorship to meet you where you are right now. That's what we're all about here. Along the way, I want to teach you some stuff right here for free during the show and tell you that I'm not perfect, that things go wrong in my world all the time, and I got to deal with the same day-to-day activity. I've got a crazy ex-spouse. 
house, okay? I've got young children that I, I have to get to activities and events. I am living the exact same life you are. The only difference is I'm living my dream through real estate investing as well as all the stuff that comes with it. I can tell you that the coaching, the mentorship has a huge mental angle where you have to be comfortable with that life's going to throw you curveballs mm-hmm. all the time. Who do you go to when those curveballs take place? Who do you talk to? That's a big part of what I offer. So I'm not a licensed counselor. I don't have that skill set at all, but I've been through pretty much everything you're going to go through through the flipping process, emotionally, personally, and otherwise, and I can talk you through it. You know, you don't have to make these mistakes at all, and you certainly don't have to make the mistakes alone along the way if you get the right training and guidance along the way. That's the essence of the coaching. That's the ideal behind the podcast is I'm here with you. We are a family, a group, a unit that can do this flipping thing anywhere in the world accurately, more easier on the state side because it's easier. I understand the comps here better, but the reality is the idea of taking an asset that's below market, fixing it up and selling it can be done anywhere in the world as long as you understand the basics and can handle the fact that every now and then Life's going to throw you a curveball, right? Things don't go as perfect as you thought. If that describes you, if you want to get started, you got to hand out to foreclosuredealscoach.com, schedule a strategy call. Let's talk about if coaching's the right fit. Now, shoot straight with you. If it's not, we have a conversation that's not going to work. I do not want any of my clients to take losses. Now, I can't prevent that if you don't take the coaching advice, okay? But under coaching, I can 98%, 99 even, that there's no way to lose money during guidance because as a guy who's done multiple hundreds of flips, I can tell you what to do and what not to do and keep you out of hot water. I would love to have you on board and help you through your first deal or subsequent deal to get you going down the road to financial freedom and ultimately happiness. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. Thanking you so much for tuning in each and every week to the foreclosure deals podcast and reminding you again, don't buy a house, buy a a deal. deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.